welcome to the We're All Fucked podcast hosted by me, Derry Owen. And me, Dan's Grace. This is a podcast designed to try and take a light-hearted take on the ridiculousness of society as we know it and wonder how we all find a way to carry on, even though we know deep down we're all fucked. Each episode, we'll be looking at a particular topic, having a laugh and a cry along the way, dragging along a few guests with us for the ride. Remember to rate us and subscribe so you never miss our rounds. How are you, Dan? Hello, sorry, yeah. I just uh, said hello there. Why else yawning? It's all good, it's all good. No, I'm grand, I'm grand. And yourself? Uh, surprisingly okay, I think, uh, you know, considering the news and stuff. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know things are bad, but we aren't we aren't supposed to know how bad things are everywhere, are we? We're supposed to be, like, wow. in a woodland somewhere with, like, a stick looking for <laughs> probably rat, rat meat or something. I'm not supposed to know. I know things are terrible in Pakistan and, no, and, and all that, it. but it, it's, I think, it's I think it's, I think it's sort of difficult. It, really. Yeah, you sort of feel like you're staring into a vortex of doom. I mean, I've, I've really, I, as, as heartless as it sounds, I make quite an active effort to acknowledge but avoid human suffering as much as I can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Excluding your girlfriend, obviously. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> she's like dying on the floor. If, if I acknowledge crying. you dying, but I'm not <laughs> helping you in any way. No, genuinely, but I know what you mean. Human suffering's a, a big one. Is is that the topic for the week? Human no, suffering? it isn't. It isn't. <laughs> but human suffering is a big one. I read a good thing online that they made me laugh. Um, <laughs> a person wrote online saying, um, "Just switched on a, uh, a serial killer documentary so I can relax after watching the news." <laughs> <laughs> I thought that like oh, like true. summarized it's it true. perfectly. I think. So I think it's... Just, ah, somebody's <laughs> been slashed to death on the screen. I think. So I think funny. a lot of a lot of people do that these days. I think that I caught myself doing it sometimes, where you're kind of. I, I think for me, it's when I'm in a particularly dark mood, I'll go off and, and watch and read about, you know, the most horrific things that have ever happened. And but even <laughs> even with, I'm not even sure I should admit to that, but you're reading the biographies of your ex-girlfriends. No, I'm a lovely man. None of them, none of them are dead. They're all alive, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> but the uh, no, no, no. I mean, I think, I think that uh, you know, you've just got to see how different series are very popular on Netflix to see that sort of people, people watch sort of Love Island and how to whatever, how to catch a murder or whatever, yeah. and. I, you know, you can tell I haven't really seen any of them, but like, yeah, and and it'll sort of be that contrast between that illusion of what reality could be if only we're all beautiful and rich, and how depraved the human condition can become. But in between, there's this like visceral, jarring, like full color, twenty four seven obliteration of the human spirit of just death and destruction and torture and just genocide happening and it's like oh okay yeah so we've got love island and how to catch a murderer and the news <laughs> yeah this is it yeah it's true but that's why that's why the entertainment business fucking exists isn't it 
But uh, on to the topic. No is not human suffering. Uh, that's going to be episode 308. <laughs> um, I've gone for something probably bothers us all. Something that is a huge problem, I think. And I wish for the day that we didn't have them. I want to talk about mobile phones. Oh, Jesus. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I've got mine right here. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine that you've it. also that's, got yours right there. In a nutshell, that's the problem, isn't it? <laughs> it is. And it's in a nutshell, isn't it? You know, in an absolute nutshell, that's it. Um, so, obviously, I, I prepared, I said to you earlier, I prepared for this episode in the 15 minutes previous to us watching on. So, I've got a list of, of things here. I think the one thing that, uh, I don't know where, where really to begin. Um, I'm probably going to begin with what annoys me most about mobile phones. Mm. Um, and that is kind of the always being contactable. I just hate being contactable sometimes. And I hate the culture whereby, you know, like if you don't reply within an hour, say, some yeah. people get offended. Yeah. I think to myself, that just makes me, you will reply, people reply to you. If, if I send a message, people reply to me 20 minutes later, I'm sorry, I was just in the shower. I was just like, no, no, I, I don't give a... Listen, I don't care if you take, like, three weeks or whatever to reply. You know, if it's anything urgent, you can phone me. That's fair yeah. enough. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my yeah. policy with text. But I hate, I hate text. Now, I understand that <laughs> there's so much importance given to it as well. You know, you've got to make an effort, you know, like, keep in contact all the time and stuff, but... Jesus, Dan, I, I hate sexting. I think, now then, I, I think, you know, I, I'll send voice messages. These is, um, this yeah, might be because I'm a lazy yeah. bastard, but it's just no, like, I, I, I hate think, the whole being nah, contactable, nah, nah. you know. I hate it! So, 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 to take the energy down for a second and just to sort of take <laughs> it on a, on a side note, do you know the whole voice note text message thing? Because obviously, obviously, like, you know, you'll use WhatsApp as your sort of, I wouldn't even describe WhatsApp as social media, but, you know, it's your, it's your main communication method with the outside world, isn't it? Right. Yeah. And quite well, often you'll choose to send a a voice note rather than a text. Mm-hmm. So does my brother. And so does a good friend of mine. And good friend of mine, not 100 percent he's dyslexic, but I think he might be dyslexic. And my brother is dyslexic. And my good friend's a programmer, and Benji, my brother, is a uh, like film producer person, makes film. And I think that it's probably more to do with like the way your brains operate, if that makes sense. I think that you know certain people are more sort of don't really want to write reams and reams, whereas I can quite happily write reams and reams and read reams and reams. Can you? Don't mind. No, not is at it, all. Is, You've it, got... is it a me thing then? Because I know no, the voice no, no. note is more of a kind of like, uh, you know, an, an individual choice, I suppose. But I suppose what I'm getting at is just like the always being contactable. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. that I can't put this phone really in a safe. Because <laughs> if I don't reply to people for a period of three or four days, you know, the people start getting concerned. I mean, you've you've got I, to probably get rid of some of those people then. Well, do you know what I mean? Or you, you're feeling, oh, what am I missing out on? Oh, and you get that feeling, yeah. like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And it's that feeling now because phones have gotten to the stage where there's like this bloody, um, I'm sure there's like a diagnosis for it. There's like a condition where, and, and you get it sometimes, I'll I'll do it, just like experience the feeling, all right? And maybe I recommend you do this the same. Okay. So when you go to the living room in the evening, for example, right, you go there at seven o'clock, just leave your phone in the kitchen or whatever and that. tell yourself, right, yeah, and, and like, don't 
go and get it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So probably within the first five or ten minutes, you'll start like, oh, you'll like start, che- you'll forget yeah, yeah, yeah. instantly, yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. check your pocket, and then you'll get like, like, oh, like you're on like that Ferris wheel thing in the thing. And it's like, oh, Jesus, what is that, you know? Yeah. yeah and then yeah. your brain will keep forgetting. <laughs> it's like yeah. you'll have the feel all over again. And then you start getting this feeling, oh, somebody could, might be texting me. Nobody yeah. is most of the time. Yeah, yeah. no, no, it's it's fucking hilarious. Like, I, I can, that. I, can so I feel like I'm trapped in it. Like, and my body's trying to. Yeah, 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 How yeah, addictive yeah, yeah. they are, aren't like, they? Really? I can, I can leave my phone in my bedroom and like leave it there for a couple of hours, and then when I come to it, there'll be a whole load of notifications. But all, all right, well, it's the popular. No, no. <laughs> it, it's just because of all the things that I do. It's no one that actually loves me. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like, honestly, it's like, it's never anything that actually needs urgent responding to. Literally never. And then very occasionally it's something actually important. But there was no impact by me not immediately responding to it. Mm-hmm. I I like having my smart, when it's kind of working hours and I'm doing work stuff, I like having my phone on me because I take pride in responding to work type emails really quickly because it forms a certain impression in people's mind of you 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 build a sort of professional reputation off of the back of that because if you're the kind of person that takes ages to reply to something professionally people i mean i i lose respect for people if they if they've not replied quickly to something um, or, or, or if they've replied Personally. slowly. No, 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 not, in work, not in a personal yeah. setting, in, in a work setting. Like, And so for that reason, I like having a smartphone because if I'm sort of doing something out or I'm, you know, I'm, I'm out of the house, I'm not on my laptop or whatever, I can quickly reply and I can still like meet that priority of mine. But it's not sort of a massive inconvenience. It's literally, you know, a few words, boom, done, on to the next thing. But I do think that one of the kind of big problems that I have is this like really short attention span where I'm not fully engaged in the thing that I'm there for. So, for example, I'll sit down and I'll watch TV or you know, I'll watch a film or whatever, and then I'll have the phone on the side and then the tendency to flick between the two. Oh. And it's oh, it's I mean, it's it's not as bad when I'm with Jodie because she really doesn't like me being on the phone so I'll like I'll go well off it most of the time but if I'm by myself I'll quite happily just be scrolling through Facebook or checking notifications or whatever and then watching TV at the same time yeah, and it's, it's ridiculous like, isn't it it's I, I, think it's, it's I think it's really bad for the human condition because obviously they don't know yet because you know mobile phones will have been out within our bloody lifetime and the thing is like you never truly switch off no you can't like i think it's good for we're supposed to human beings we're supposed to like look at a wall and we're we're supposed to do fuck all sometimes that (laughs) is like important isn't it yeah just like like watch the old all right we have to do it now because they're not going to be alive for a long time (laughs) watch the really old people okay on like public transport or something either ones that can't use a mobile phone i watch them with interest like in some sort of an exotic zoo or something (laughs) i look at them because they don't have their phones and they're just there just like chilling you know like watching out the window and think ah that that looks nice but and of course i could do that but you you almost pick the phone and look at it like without realizing you've done it 
Yeah, yeah. No, it's, and it's I mean, you say you could be watching muscle memory. It is, yeah, and you could be watching a film, watching football, I could be watching football, and I'm on my phone, like, what am I doing? The football's on! Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't even exactly. know why I picked it up. Exactly, exactly. Especially, it pisses me off when you're, like, watching some TV or whatever where you're actually really enjoying it. That's what pisses me off. And you're like, then you're kind of half watching it and you're still kind of enjoying it, enjoying it enough to carry on watching it. But at the same time, you know that if you just put the fucking phone away, you'd get really into it. And so sometimes I'll, I'll make a real conscious effort to just put the phone away and like, and we've been watching X-Files recently. You fucking hate it. It's skippy. Um, but it's like <laughs> <laughs> classic, classic 90s series and it's fantastic. Yeah. It's like really like in depth and it's got like 13 series in each se- series has like 24 episodes in it. It's massive, <laughs> but it's like, yeah. And it's just, I don't know. That's why I've tried to start doing this phone in the other room thing. And these emotions and feelings that you get, they're just insane. You know, they're Big absolutely insane. Control. Yeah, it shows you the control. So let's, you know, so capitalism on here now. Come on, let's, let's do this. So <laughs> obviously, I don't know, have you watched the Netflix documentary, The Great Hack? I, ooh, it's, no, no, I don't know. No, so no. you'll need to watch that. I think it is The Great Hack that is on that one in particular, but I think I've got the right one. But it's the one basically literally looking at the lengths that the, you know, software producers, etc., of Facebook, obviously, amongst other people, mm. and the science that's gone into keeping you addicted, yeah, and, and, and ensuring that you keep putting your phone on. So yeah, I those yeah. little notifications that I, come, I the endless I saw, scrolling. like, a, a social media, a similar documentary that was about social media that I think was also on Netflix, Quite well, I might be getting the mix. Similar up, yeah. one, similar one. Yeah, because I think the great hack was that there was about the Cambridge Analytica one, so it's still relevant about the uh, those ones. Yeah. So it might be, but yeah, yeah, have a look anyway. It'll still be there, definitely. It's a Netflix yeah, yeah. one anyway. And it was just, it was uh, quite shocking, really, how they basically control you, you know, and ensure. Yeah. And capitalism just got in there through the advertising. We always talk about, you know, these stuff, don't we, that you scroll on all the time that are free. Well, the reason they're free is bloody hell that you're the you're the product, yeah. yeah. And I hate the fact that you could be looking at I don't know, like buying underwear, and then you're on Facebook, and then you get all the bloody underwear adverts. And <laughs> but it confuses and, me. You got rid of your social media a while ago, didn't you? Right? Yeah, yeah. So, did, yeah. so how? So what do you go on when you're on your phone? Like, if well, you... the only kind of social media that I still use is Reddit. What I like, well, the only thing I like about Reddit is that uh, it's it's fully anonymous and you can literally just follow the topics that you like, not like individuals. Yeah, yeah you can yeah. dip in and out. And I think generally the discussion there, like you can literally follow, you know, like the uh, astronomy and stuff, or ask science, and you can actually learn stuff. And it's people post cool. things and they're That's like cool. proper questions, not just like fucking guff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, it's true there is technically still sort of social media, and there is still advertisements on it, and I just, I just hate that fact that yeah, basically yeah. the all round symbol I'm getting at here is I am addicted to my phone, but whilst I'm doing that, I know I'm subjecting myself to capitalism yeah, even yeah, yeah. more yeah, 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 because they, yeah. they they know and they they want to keep me. But and of it course, it informs what you buy because I I there's at least a few things that I've bought as a direct result of advertising online and possibly as a direct result of advertising through social media oh um, yeah it works and they know they work they yeah. do it anyway they have people as you're working for that company mate and your brief <laughs> is to ensure that make people part with their cash my 
Y'all kill yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> my, you know what I mean? One of my cousins works in marketing. <laughs> I'll, Sorry, uh, I'll, 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 I'll rem- remind her if I, when I when I next see her. By the way, Dewey wants you to die. <laughs> Seems to be <laughs> no, no, I, mean, I don't mean it. I don't mean it. I don't mean it. Um, but, but yeah, no, I think, it all I think goes round. Coming back to your point about um, you know the social aspect of it and and this pressure to respond quickly. I think that very much depends on on kind of personalities because although yeah there is there is a kind of uh, imposition of of mobile phones I suspect although I don't know because of when I was born that we had a similar thing when you everyone just had a house phone and you could leave voicemails because I'd imagine that there were people out there then who would ring someone leave a voicemail and then say oh, why didn't you ring back I left a voicemail I was worried about you are you okay and all that kind of, I think that sort of vibe isn't necessarily just a mobile phone thing. I think it's a, it's more of a human insecurity thing. Um, because I, for myself, I've definitely, I've become a lot more secure and a lot more chilled about people not responding. But definitely in the past, I've been quite, I've been one of those people who's like, oh, they've read the message. Why haven't they replied? What's going on? Oh, yeah. How yeah. have I upset them? And like, because I've acknowledged that within myself and I've just gone like, okay, you need to take a step back now. They're probably doing something. Of You're course, probably yeah. not the worst person in the world. They You're hate me. Like you. yeah. <laughs> I'm so fucking self-absorbed. Um, so sad. There's uh, one, of the, one of the guys that I've shared this with to listen is, um, I think, currently either is on holiday in the Pyrenees or is recently come back from a holiday in the Pyrenees. And I've messaged him a couple of times and he's not replied. But I'm like, well, he's, you know, up a mountain somewhere. Of course, he's not going to fucking reply. <laughs> Why would you fucking reply if you're in a fucking mountain? You know, he's, yeah. he's got the pre- that, like what you were saying about how you just need to sort of stare at a wall sometimes. Mm. I think as much as we need to leave the phone in the next room, you also need to take on activities mindfully, whether that be going up a mountain or whether that just be leaving your phone at home for the day. If you can afford to do that and it's not sort of work based, just leave it and just go and chill. Um, yeah, that is the way to do it, I think, is it? It's just to try and detach because I think like anything in life that gives you shit, you have to make the decision is the good stuff outweighing the bad stuff. And of yeah. course, the truth is probably the mobile phone. It does just because of, well, how important it is now and ingrained, you know, the bloody yeah, maps yeah, yeah. is absolutely yeah. insane. It is obviously the main way you keep in touch with people. You don't have a house phone even anymore. Why would you play yeah. bloody line rental? Uh, yeah. you know, access to information. Uh, you, you know, you gotta take a shit, but it doesn't stop me from having a good bloody rant about it. <laughs> but, uh, well, I mean, I, I think, I think that you kind of, when, when I was working for Royal Voluntary Service, and speaking as a result to a lot of older people that were not digitally included, shall we say, you know, they weren't very tech savvy. They didn't feel very comfortable with technology. They felt like it was alien. I felt like I had a lot of empathy for them because if it really came down to it, a lot of me would actually like a world to be simpler and just have, yeah. you know, like say 50 years back where we didn't have any of this. Obviously there's been massive strides in lots of different areas and it's really beneficial, but I think my instinct is deep down, I would like the world to be a lot simpler. Having said that, I think that if you have, for want of a better word, good digital hygiene, 
I think <laughs> you're well, a you, dirty you wa- digital boy, Dewey. You're a dirty digital boy. What, you, you, what, you wash your phone? Fucking <laughs> <Okay>, hell, I <laughs> hope not. <laughs> Just public safety announcement. No one wash their phone after this podcast. That would be a bad idea. Um, no, I'm, I'm more talking. Like, I'm talking those things of, like, you know, leaving your phone in the room, yeah, yeah, um, in the yeah. other room. I'm, I'm talking kind of restricting how much you go on it before bed, you know, or before any sort of rest period. You know, if you know you're going to ha- need to switch off, don't go on the screen because it's going to wake you up. Um, I, th- You know, things like that. And also kind of checking in with how you're using the phone, like how much anxiety it's causing you, how much sort of insecurities or worries it's causing you and and developing the relationship based on that. So that because I have fucking I don't want to count them, but I have like half, at least half a dozen different email accounts I have access to. And I have like, God knows how many, you know, like I've got Facebook and I've got Instagram and, you know, all this other shit. And it's like, it's really, most of it is really unnecessary most of the time. But I think you can have a healthy relationship with it all as long as you do it in balance. Yeah, it's like everything in life almost, isn't it? But it's just another thing for us to fucking self-police ourselves and it to stop us from being yeah. sucked in. I've just done a little uh, bit of research. No, I got it wrong. So definitely watch The Great Hack as well. The Social okay. Dilemma is the name of the one I was meaning. I think That's I the watched one. The Social... I think The Social yeah. Dilemma is the one that I've seen. That was a really... I stopped, I stopped going on my phone a lot for a, a few days after that and then it hooked me back in. I think... You, you're, you're kind of choice, <laughs> it's terrifying in it Bloody your hell. choice of word there of like self-policing i almost i do i feel it kind of it needs to be stronger i feel like because because we have this big kind of corporate machine which is developed it, it's a it's a vampiric kind of uh parasitic relationship with human society isn't it it's, it's looking vampiric at, is a word it, vampiric it I'm, I'm english first Meaning. language is there a Welsh word for vampiric? <laughs> no, no. What does vampiric mean? In proper folk, an undead being in human form that survives by sucking... Oh, that's actually just a vampire. No, it, it's the adjective for vampire. Is it? Vampiric? Yeah, yeah. Jesus, yeah. unbelievable. All right, sorry, there. Back on. No, it's all Back good. On. It's all good. Vampiric. I, I... <laughs> but no, I mean... I, I... I see a lot of social media, and and to be fair, quite a lot of the internet as sort of parasitic, certainly. Um, and and it doesn't have a, it doesn't add anything. It doesn't build anything within humanity. It doesn't make anyone's lives better. What it does is it exploits weakness and it exploits yeah. sorrow and sadness and loneliness. And I feel like you know harks back to one of the earlier episodes where we were talking about how much. Um, to be to connect with people is to fight against that is to fight against the bad sides of capitalism and i think that with we're looking at our, our smartphone use i think it is a revolutionary act to just go nope i'm going to be in the mountain i'm going to sit next to this tree and i physically cannot touch a piece of electronic machinery right now at yeah. all yeah, that, that, just like a digital detox or whatever isn't it have like some days of just pure 
Because yeah. I don't regret going off those social media sites and stuff. Yeah, not at all. But it was hard at the beginning, and they always want to. You always they tempted to go back, but now it's it's like anything. Probably like bloody smoking. If he's no, don't do it for three months. He's start thinking about yeah. it a lot less. But yeah, yeah, it's something that people need to be aware. But it's the problem is with this. It's so natural. It doesn't mm. really have any direct effects that you can feel on your health or anything. Uh, yeah. But my God, is still bloody unhealthy, isn't it? Jesus so you, Christ! You, it's like getting cooked, cooked like a lobster, isn't it? it sort it of is, you know, in it slowly a... boils you up, and and then you kind of you're into it. I think I think for people our age or within a sort of whatever you say, maybe the thirty five to twenty five age bracket nowadays. Yeah, maybe maybe a little bit older than twenty five, but there's certainly people around our age saw that transition. Whereas people younger, like particularly my youngest brother's ten years younger than me, and I feel like this is how it always was for them. Yeah, a little bit. Like he's, I mean, when did I? I think Facebook first came along when I was about fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, maybe, and he was like four, five, six years old then. So you know, it's it's kind of just how things have been, and like they've grown up with TikTok and Snapchat and all this other bullshit, and. It's just, it's depressing as fuck. It, it you know, I saw, I saw something in the headline in the news the other day that certain age bracket get the majority of their news through TikTok now. Yeah, yeah, like the Gen, what's after us? Millennials, Gen Z. Gen Z, yeah. Gen, gen Z, Z I'm, I'm sure it's yeah. a Gen Z thing, yeah, which is absolutely terrifying. And that's another thing about, I know this is not social media, it's mobile phones, but it's still, you'll see that with the social dilemma and the great hack more than that, you know, the influence they have over your bloody from voting powers, it's absolutely yeah, scary. Yeah. But um, not, it's not the only thing with mobile phones, it's the other thing is obviously just like the expenditure and the cost, so I feel like I've had to go through a process of obviously this need and want and capitalism and the, you know, bright new shiny phone, one more yeah, megapix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every fucking year. Do you remember right at the beginning when mobile phones came out, contracts were 12 months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 12 months. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and all of a sudden they were 18 months. Yeah, yeah. And now they're 24 months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And now you can get 36 now if you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's like some people out there paying 40, 50, 60 quid for their phone (laughs) that will not disintegrate for (laughs) hundreds of years. And and it it was built by slaves in a mine. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's got the carbon front yeah. footprint of bloody Jeff Bezos' right ass cheek. Yeah, 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 yeah. Has been manufactured in factories where people do not have a, a place <laughs> to have piss in. Sui- and suicide nets because they're all so... Yeah, oh yeah, I read about that. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how we'll stop these people killing themselves. <laughs> Better work hours? Pay them correctly. Stop exploiting them. Free no, we'll catch them. We'll catch them. <laughs> you can't die? <laughs> go back to work. Does the, does the net go like oh. immediately into a slide that takes you straight back <laughs> to your desk? <laughs> Like one of those like fucking like dystopian Wallace and Gromit with this arm coming out from the ceiling, this glove on the hand that just catches you and just, just puts you, you back at your desk. Four speeds uh, you a fucking Prozac of the ass. Yeah, yeah. But I feel uh, I feel very lucky that um we can make jokes about that, having never ever been to one of those factories or oh, having worked. Yeah, of course. This this isn't it? Terrific. But it's actively happening, isn't it? And uh Every all day. these big, big companies, yeah, Apple, whoever 
they just they turn this out, yeah, and yeah. you know all the batteries she, and the one, way they're built as well. Of course, to fail after two or three years, and it's just yeah, fucking yeah, accepted. Yeah, yeah. Built obsolescence, you can't repair them. That's the other. That's the other. Unbelievable! I, I fucking, How do they get away with that? I'm so I'm so glad you picked this topic because it is it's multifaceted and there's a lot of juicy things to get into with it. Like the whole, I've watched quite a lot of videos on YouTube of right to repair. Um, yeah. Have you, do you know much about right to repair? Oh, you're very, the very basic. So haven't they won like a big battle, like a legal there's, battle against Apple's and the now? The, yeah. And also I think I'm pretty sure they've passed, I feel like they've passed a, a piece of legislation in, in, over in the US around right to repair. Um, yeah. I think, you know, Apple and obviously the others kind of strongly opposed it because it's, you know, really against their model. Um, why, you know, the product. Oh, go fuck yourselves, Apple. Jesus yeah. Christ. I mean, I think Apple How much is... profit is enough, Dan? You know, I think <laughs> all these people at the top there, that, that company, are on millions, if not billions. Yeah. Just go away and do something. Yeah. Why are you still there churning this it is, machine? It does, it does make you kind of wonder because... For me, like the most I've ever been paid was twenty two grand, and I remember being paid like sixteen grand. And I remember, and I know the quality of life difference between sixteen and twenty two because I've got a fifty inch TV and I've got a PS five. That's because I was paid six grand more, and you know I've, I've got other kind of small benefits. But that's like that was quite a big jump for me. Whereas you look at people who are on like say ten times that, two hundred twenty grand. Like how much it can't be physically making that much of a difference to you. There is a point in your life where you're like, what is there more? I guess this is why we have sort of the luxury because on the on the news, I I um I read the FT quite regularly nowadays, and I'll see headlines about the cost of living crisis and the energy cap crisis alongside like record. I think is it AC Milan is about to get bought for something one billion over one billion um oh. by like an American hedge fund and, and a couple of others. And it's like it's mental because it's like how can you have such huge crises on an individual level and then millionaires, billionaires, trillionaires playground on the other side, it's just like oh, yeah, this is why everyone's striking, isn't it? The people are waking up to it slowly. But it's the hoarding, slowly. isn't it? Like as you say, once you get to a you know not even you get there before them, but 100 million. Any yeah. pound I feel surely after 100 million doesn't really improve your life anymore. Well, no, no, I'd, I'd say well below 100 million. Oh, I, I, that's what I say. Yeah, I just picked that from thin air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's so, still it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't I don't crazy, get it at man. all. It's a lack. It's a lack of imagination because I think when I was a kid, I definitely had fantasies about what being super rich would be, or not so much like having the money but just if i had loads of money what i would do with it and the cool things and then as i've grown up and as i've matured i've actually been like "Eh, well really you know can i sit like that when i know that there's people down the road that are homeless you know is is it you know can can you sit with yourself most of these people not all of them of course have the capitalism have rewarded them for being sociopathic haven't they you know that that's what i feel like and you the system if you if you don't have that empathy you're gonna thrive. I, th- I think I think it's more than that though, because yeah, there's a load of people out there that are acting and behaving in quite a sociopathic way, but at the same time you've also got loads of people that are buying into the idea that trickle down economics works yeah. and charities are there to make a difference for poor people. 
Yeah. And and the state doesn't have a responsibility to look after everyone. It, it's that sort of right wing message where you're just like, actually, it's OK. We can earn as much as we want to because Bernardo's exist and food banks exist. So we're well, do you know good. what? I'll be honest with you. And it's only after doing these. Um, I'm chatting with you about this stuff. Oh, and over the last week that it's actually hit me like a ton of bricks mm. that I didn't previously think about it in that way until you actually said it and that's the fact that charities shouldn't exist yeah they shouldn't should they if the if the state are looking after everybody and the vulnerable they shouldn't exist i think i think through just existing they're causing a problem i ideologically yes um i think the short and simple answer is is yes ultimately charities definitely shouldn't exist i think i'm very proud of the work that i that we've both done in the third sector i don't feel that we individually or even the people we worked with added to the problem in any large scale you know ultimately we were at the front line we were helping the people in front of us but in terms of kind of being a small cog in a broken machine adding to the brokenness of it hell yes if you had a really really well-funded nhs and social services and like really well-funded kind of government-run community groups you wouldn't need any of that the funds yeah yeah you'd, you'd have thriving if you had decent education you'd have thriving community groups that spring out of nowhere because and no one would have to be paid anything everyone would do it because they'd feel more united as a society. Yeah. But no, I know that's off topic with with this one, but uh, yeah, I just thought <laughs> yeah. I, that that really did hit me over the last week. Like, shit, yeah, they, yeah, they shouldn't exist. But that's yeah. why Jake Capri's mog says that food banks are uplifting, because he doesn't yeah, have to yeah, yeah. fund food for the poor. <laughs> yeah, I just, it sounds so basic, but... Yeah. Now I understand it. It's just like, oh, no, it's, it's just... It's, 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 it's mental, but, isn't it? The other thing I was um, I was going to mention about phones, and not to sound completely smug, um, are you are you aware? Oh, they were fucking fair phone. Here we go. Yeah, you've given me about eight fair phone pitches throughout your life. <laughs> go on, <laughs> give, give me the ninth. Give me the ninth. Well, I mean, I've I've never given it to the podcast, so perhaps you know now's the time. Um, this is our first advert. We're getting paid for this. Oh fucking! I wish. It, oh, if we were sponsored by Fairphone, I'd be oh. very very happy. Um, no, I mean, it's, I, I don't, I'm not saying they're the only phone, but they're well regarded as the best phone and the best company for this type of product, yeah. which is a, essentially a tech device that does social good. So they recycle for every phone that they buy and that you buy, they recycle the equivalent amount of electronic waste. Um, they source things, they use fair trade gold, they make sure that their entire supply chain has been checked and verified independently, um, and obviously by themselves as well. And they pay a fair wage to the factory workers and, you know, all of these various things, right to repair thing. So the entire phone is, you can strip it down with a screwdriver. You don't need any particular tech devices to repair it yourself. They sell okay. replacement products. They, their, their product, their whole business idea, because they've got such a small market share of the, such a small market share, I think this is why it works, because they don't go after built-in obsolescence. 
they I, I think they ideally want to change the market completely. And while they do that, build a much bigger community of users because there's mm-hmm. still there are still people that have there's a Fairphone 4 now, but there's still people who use the Fairphone 2 and it's recently had a software upgrade. They're still okay. they're going, actually yeah. collaborating with open source um, like independent programmers to maintain the relationship with old versions of Android so okay. that the phone can carry on and be usable by whoever regardless of the fact that it's not their latest phone and they're not making any more money out of it. Um, okay. And they'll still sell for the Fairphone 3. You can still buy. They they sold the Fairphone 3 and then they sold the Fairphone 3 Plus. But you could actually upgrade yourself to the Fairphone 3 Plus if you wanted. If you already had a Fairphone 3, you could go you could go online and buy the camera upgrade that took you onto the Fairphone 3 Plus. If my screen breaks, I think it's like 25 quid. And then I replace the screen myself, stick a new screen on, good to go. I don't need to pay an expensive repair or pay for a new screen. Well, you know, I do. It's not like I don't have to send it off or whatever. So it's like, yeah. Is it it a good phone, though? It's fucking great. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm, 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 I've got to countenance it with the fact that my previous phone was like an iPhone 5S or whatever. So it was an old phone. Um, but it's pretty massive. I think you can kind of see the screen size there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's um, got a 48 megapixel camera. It's got 5G. It's got contact. Um, you know, that NFC thing where you can pay for things through your phone. Yeah. Um, it's got one of those in it. Um, it's just fucking great, to be honest. It's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very, very happy. I did pay yeah. quite a lot for it. Um, but you can get it on a on a contract if you want with a few different companies now. So uh, it's yeah. good that there are companies like that trying to break the mold, aren't they? To be fair, so you gotta you gotta you gotta just hope that you know pin your hopes on them. Yeah, I mean, I I think I think they will. It's I feel like they're pushing at the right time. I think if they'd you could if you look at the very first Fairphone, you could tell that they were kind of not pushing at the wrong time, but. They're ahead of the curve, whereas I feel now over the next few years, especially with green and climate change and biodiversity and global warming becoming becoming words that like most people are just aware of, regardless of what education they've had, because they're just topics in the news now. I think more and more people are going to be thinking, oh, I'll have one of those. And it's not going to be the preserve of sort of, you know, sort of classic guilt ridden capitalist ethical consumers like me it will hopefully become more and more mainstream because people do spend a lot on phones these days like this is definitely nice, yeah this isn't as good as say the top of the range samsung or apple phones now and it's a damn sight more expensive to the equivalent huawei for example i think it's a i've seen comparisons where it's like a hundred quid a couple of hundred quid more expensive than the equivalent mid-range smartphone but you know, if anyone sort of feels guilty about employing someone in the third world for slave labour, I can just pull this out and just be like, I'm not on my watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. You have to sleep at night, isn't it? Bloody hell. Yeah. Well, Dan, I will get to that stage, mate. It's my topic, so it's your it's your final thought on it. I think. My my final final thought. Well, for me, I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying. Okay, thanks very much. See you next week. <laughs> no, no, I've not finished there. Oh, <laughs> My final thought. <laughs> it's I, I get I do get what you're saying, right? but I think that that's your initial concern about 
you know, worrying about needing to respond so quickly says more about your psychological issues than it says about the phone. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's something that it's a demon in our pocket and we have to recognize it as such, use it for what it's good for, but acknowledge that it has some major, major potential drawbacks. Yeah. But as long as we have it. That knowledge. um, Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like yeah. it's like the TV back in the day. You know, they used to be so scared that the TV was going to be the end of society. And nowadays, you know, it brings so many people so much happiness. There's some of my most happy memories have been watching really good TV. But you've also got to acknowledge that watching like DIY SOS at two o'clock in the morning with a can of Stella in your hand <laughs> is probably not where you want your life. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes that sounds like the bloody dream. <laughs> Nick Ben and Nick Knowles, 2am. Things are going well, wait. It's the same same with the phone. You know, if you, when, 2 o'clock tomorrow morning when you're scrolling through Reddit going, oh, God. (laughs) That's just the sound that you constantly, as far as you're concerned. No, please, I'm alive again, no. (laughs) But I think, I mean, for, for me, for me, I think, by and large, I quite like it. One of the main reasons, I'll be honest, and this doesn't sound particularly healthy, is I'll wander around when I'm not this this dumb. It's going to be super sad, isn't it? No, it's right. Whenever I, if I'm brushing my teeth, if I'm sat on the loo, like before I have my shower in the morning, I'll be listening to a podcast. And it's a nice little sort of like, like audio book sort of thing in the background. And it's yeah. just something as sort of a comfort. And I, I, I quite like that relationship, but anyway, we're going. But you need to be careful, and you, and you need to make sure uh, that you're doing fuck all. So that's your homework for next week. I'm going to ask you over the next seven days to have a shit, preferably a quite a long one, and don't take your phone in there, right? And okay. don't read bottles of Domestos either on the back. You've just got to be there and just just sit oh. there and just let me know how it went. All right. All right. Okay, I'll, I'll, give, it, I'll give, give it a crack. Give me a give me a mood uh, mood rating or something. See how it went. It's going to be interesting. I don't want to hear anything about the actual poo, of course. I was I was going to say, do you do you want pictures, a, a, a diary, some no some impressionistic poetry, written written records only, like you following washing of hands. Uh, for sure, for sure. Well, right. uh, it's been yeah, uh, it's been you. a porridge. See you next week. Awesome. Take care, mate. Bye. Bye. <laughs>